Welcome and thanks for joining us on today's episode of Discussions with Derek and Susan. You can catch us on all major listening platforms and you can watch Derek and Susan live in the studio on YouTube. Now let's hand it over to Derek and Susan. Welcome to our first podcast of Discussions with Derek and Susan. We're excited to be coming to you from our living room uh, here and uh, we're going to be going through this series podcast of discussions and uh, we converse a lot about things in life and uh, also challenge each other sometimes in our thinking. I think um, different perspectives that men and women have, uh, we have different perspectives and we can come and help us to be better uh, in our perspectives. And uh, so we'd love for you to just share this. You can click the like button below. Um, All the different platforms are listed there. Give us some love, some hearts if you're on that platform uh, and get the word out so that we can uh, be a blessing. I hope these conversations are going to be a blessing to you. And today we're going to start out our first uh, series as we start out our episode. We're talking on the subject of marriage and uh, a very important question I know every man asks himself is what women want. And of course, we're talking in the context of marriage. What does my wife want? And, uh, uh, you know, building life together, we have to kind of understand each other and meet those needs uh, there was a, a great movie in the, in the 80s, and Mel Gibson starred called What Women Want. And so the secret to understanding the yeah, woman was that. <laughs> he, he could now read the, the mind of the women around him. But all that did is made him more confused um, because just knowing the woman's thought in the process, he still didn't understand it. So as we talk about the subject, and I know every man is listening, there's women out there and saying, I wish my husband knew what I wanted and what I needed. And every man is out there and saying, you know, I want to meet the needs of my wife. I love my wife, but it's so confusing sometimes. You know, men are from Venus and women live on Mars, as the book was written. Um, so what is it? Help us today. Help a brother out. How, how, how can we understand what women want? You know, there is a very difficult topic, you know, what women want, because... Women ourselves do not know what we want. (laughs) (laughs) And really, is it what women want or what women need? You know, um, I I think that is an important discussion. Um, But generally, what does a woman want in her her husband? I think a woman wants her husband to be able to um, lead her, you know, to be able to know where he is, uh, you know, where is his marriage going? Uh, what are they going to do, you know, um, with the kids, where, you know, the direction of the family and even in ministry, where they're going. I think that's important, you know, to have vision uh, where you want to go and not just live a mundane life day in and day out, worrying about sending the kids to school, you know, uh, cooking lunch, having dinner ready and, you know, paying your bills and day in and day out. I think vision is very important. So women want vision. Um, so, uh, you know, as we learned biblically, you know, when I do men's meeting, you know, the biblical role of a man is to guide, to guard, and to govern. Um, would you say that's part of vision and, and, and dealing with women and what they need? Um, is that the role that, that they're looking for in a man? Um, most, be, most women would uh, probably not articulate that, you know, but uh, in a fundamental principle of leadership, how can uh, how can a organization or a family unit or a marriage, uh, you know, have purpose? And without a vision, which means you have no purpose where this marriage is going. So I think that you know, if I know I'm married to a man who has a vision to go somewhere, 
uh, that gives me purpose and meaning as to why I can uh, I am able to overcome uh, daily battles or challenges or maybe even a temporal uh, season of lack or hardship. Mm. See, the reason why people cannot, women cannot, uh, and, and they struggle or they give up is because they do not know where the marriage is going, where this relationship is going. And I think that that is, that is very important. So is it, they know the building a life together? I mean, we come into marriage, of course, the role of the man is being the leader and the guy, the girl, governor, the woman is the helper, the help meet um, of that. Um, and so when you're talking about building a vision, building a life, so she knows her role and, and that we're heading somewhere and not just going through the mundaneness of life, would that be described as purpose when you talk about vision and um you know, sometimes we don't have it all figured out. We are just, right. you know, married and, and we're, we're there. So how do we bridge that gap from that need um, of a woman feeling that and um, in dealing with women? You know, maybe the man feels like, well, of course we know where we're going. But the woman feels like, well, I don't really feel a part of that, maybe is what you're saying. Or I'm, you know, I'm just left to the side and I'm just becoming the housemaker, the homemaker and I'm not involved in what the husband is doing or where he's going. Maybe they've got kids and things like that. So how does the husband bridge that gap to meet that need to, to bring the woman in where she feels included in purpose and vision? Uh, can you break that down a little bit more? Help a brother out. <laughs> I think that's a valid question. Um, and, and sometimes some men, uh, they may not really know uh, the vision or the full picture of it. And they should not be the only one to figure it out, right? The Bible says two shall become one. So husband and wife must come together and be one, right? It's just that when we got married, you know, it is very clear. You, you, are, you say we shall serve the Lord. You know, we want to serve God. And that is a good start. <clears throat> That's the beginning. That's how we, we're going to live our life. With two of us, we're coming together. We're going to serve God's purpose in our generation. Mm. Am I right? Mm -hmm. But have we figured it out what God wanted us to do? No. Not fully. Right, not fully. <laughs> yeah. But yet, that's the beginning. So the husband must uh, continuously uh, uh, and intentionally bring the wife along together and, you know, two becoming one. So... In this coming to, uh, together as one, the wife and the husband must arrive at a vision and purpose together. Otherwise, the wife will find she is she is just the really the helper. You know, in Asia, we call our our maid the helper, <laughs> so she becomes the, the maid, maid <laughs> and and she's busy with so many things. Yet she is disconnected with the very most important thing, and that is. Where are we going from here? When a woman knows that there is a purpose in all these and, and we are together in this, we are going somewhere and that somewhere that we're going is great and is going to be, um, going to be glorious, she will be able to suffer. She will be able to sacrifice. Uh, she will be able to do so much more. So coming together and agreeing, we're going to serve God. We're going to live uh, our life for the Lord and then pray together, spend time communicating, talking about what is God doing in your life, what is God doing in your life. And together, we piece all the jigsaw puzzle together and say, okay, now what is the next step? What is the next step? Uh, I think that is coming along the, and that is the beginning of oneness, the oneness in vision and purpose. 
not just oneness in paying bills <laughs> and, and taking care of your kids and going on holiday. Those, those are good stuff, but you know, the oneness in terms of purpose. You know, the Bible says without a vision, the people perish. So exactly. without the vision, the marriage um, perishes. So I think that's that's so important. We got to know what are we building? What life are we building together? As we come right. together as husband and wife, we're building something together. Um, and so that's the macro. If that's not there. Then, of course, everything else becomes superficial and it becomes, you know, just about things and temporary happiness and putting a Band-Aid on the deeper issue, which is we're not building that life or we don't feel that there's that togetherness. Exactly. And as we, you know, as uh, we grow in our family, there will be more chores, there will be more uh, things on your to-do list, you know, and then the man becomes busy uh, on his own and the wife becomes busy on her own. And even though they may be serving in church, they may be doing ministry, but they are moving apart. Right. And that is dangerous. That's why even Christian marriages, uh, do not survive. Why? We do not constantly make sure that we are one in our purpose and our vision. Yeah, and I think that's why it's important for the man also to not um, uh, just assume that she's okay or right. she knows, but we have to communicate. You know, I know there was a time when we were busy with kids and, and I was traveling and going for this conference and we were, you know, newly in America and you know, we didn't have helpers and, and people like that. So most of the time when I would go, you would be home with the kids because, you, you know, you need to be with the kids. But then one time you, you mentioned to me and you said something which kind of got my attention. It was just a statement. You said, hey, you're, you're growing too fast. You're getting ahead of me. And so that was kind of like a wake up call. And I was like, oh, wow. OK. And I didn't really realize that. Um because it was just the season we were in. But then I had to put effort in and I started bringing you for some of the trips and we started getting other people, you know, to come in and help with the kids for a few days. And so that you could get exposed to what I was getting exposed to, you could be involved in what I was getting involved in, not just me sharing it with you, but experiencing it. So I think that's important for the men, um, you know, in that leadership to not just assume that and to check in and to hear those alarm bells, um, you know, and, and make those adjustments and be creative about that so that, you know, we are growing together. If not, you know, people come together and they started out young or in marriage and, you know, with such a togetherness and then they start growing in their careers, they grow in their ministries and they start literally living different lives where they're not connected and they grow apart. Um, and so that's important to do that. And again, meeting that need of, of the vision and, and the passion. I see a wind blowing on the nations of the earth, stirring the hearts of men and bringing refreshing. As it continues to blow, it gains momentum and becomes an unstoppable torrent that sets things in order in the earth. The sleeping giant is awakening through the power of the Holy Spirit. A people, the church, activated in the gifts and demonstration of the Spirit. Altars are filled with repentant hearts longing for a move of God. I see a great awakening has begun. So for men, you know, for women, what other needs do you think, you know, what comes to mind for women? I think every woman's different, of course. Um, but what are the other needs that would come to your mind? Maybe another one or two needs that you think that's important for women outside of vision. 
well, I think that uh, you know uh, the we always say that we love is a principal thing, right? And the greatest of all is love. But the love that a man needs and the love that a woman needs are, are different, right? Uh, there is some difference, uh, and I think for a woman, uh, we need to feel that we are valued. Very important. We need to feel that we are valued. We need to uh, feel that uh, what we say, how we feel, uh, they are important. They're mm. not just you know us being women, and and that is the thing, you know the and. Uh, many a times the entrapment is women tend to excuse the women. Oh, that's just being women. That's just being her. But uh, you know, some maybe. <laughs> but uh, there are sometimes there are validity in the way she feels, the way she sends, the way she thinks. So I think the woman needs to feel value that you know that uh, her that that she is important. Her feelings, her thoughts, and even her discernment. You know, our, our valued, and uh, I think that that's important for a woman. Yeah, I think we both want to feel valued, but women need to be feel valued. Um, it may be different, you know, in how they express value. We all we know about the love languages, and there's different love languages. Um, so we could be speaking the wrong language. Men get frustrated because they're trying, they're valuing their wife, and they're throwing money at her and buying her gifts and all of that. But that's not what she's looking for and feeling valued. Um, and so every woman needs to feel valued, but there's different ways that they would receive that value. And I think it's important for the woman to communicate, um, you know, because men, sometimes we have, we're a bit slow and we might not understand or we talk to someone else and get advice, which is great. But every woman is different in how she feels valued. Um, value could come in words of affirmation. You know, values could come in, in um, quality time, you know, in all the different love languages is is that really where value comes or how does a man figure out like in a woman if you talk to women they feel i don't feel valued i don't feel appreciated how do we bridge that gap and and help men that might be listening or help a woman who's frustrated and not feeling valued to communicate with her husband to help deal with that issue and meet that need i think it's all about asking questions isn't it every woman is different uh, and you know i we kind of discuss about the five love languages um, in my opinion uh, we all need all the five love languages you know and uh, different situation you apply different love language uh, but i think the the key to know someone is to uh, is to really uh, have that desire to know to find out or put in to the explore, effort to do it <laughs> to explore yeah. and when when the bible says god knows adam he knows adam he really knows adam inside out he knows you know what makes him tick what makes him sad you know he knows what are uh, his what are his joy what are his pain you know uh, and when adam knows eve uh, that's what god intends for the man to really understand uh, her thoroughly. So the key is to always, um, the key is to observe. Yeah. I think the observing key. and asking questions, like you said, mm -hmm. you know, because I remember there was a time, um, you know, when our early years of marriage and I would ask you, are you okay? And you're like, I'm fine, but you're not fine. And I can tell from the body language, but I asked you and after three times of asking, I thought, well, you know, just give you your space. And that's what we think sometimes it's a way to have a conversation, you know, where you're like, can you help me? Can you ask me questions? Can you, uh, you know, um, be a bit more intentional and in trying to find out what I'm thinking and feeling. 
And so that was kind of new to me because I'm like, well, I did ask, you know, but it wasn't really, um, you know, maybe the seriousness of the right in, uh, environment where you're open to share. And so I think for men, it's important we ask questions and communicating. And if we, you know, we feel that something's not there or maybe the woman, you know, is feeling something, maybe she doesn't even understand it because uh, it could be just an emotion or a feeling or something from the past. Um, but as men, we need to ask those questions and go a little bit deeper and find out what's really going on and not just try to pacify a woman to just try to brush over it, um, but but put in the work to find out really what's in her heart and what are what is she needing, what is she feeling, you know? And so, yeah, and also discernment, you know, God has given us discernment and uh, God has given the husband to have that discernment about his 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 wife, you know, and vice versa. So we need to use that uh, and cooperate with the Holy Spirit in our discernment. Uh, and the the thing is, you know, we, we are here to impact one another. We're here to become one. So that observation, discernment, through prayer, to know your woman, to know her, to see through God's eyes what are the things that you need to impact, impact her life and to bring her into that closeness, that oneness with you. And that is discipleship, isn't it? Because God says that we are to make disciples of all nations. And if a husband cannot disciple his wife, what hope can we have to disciple the nations? So, for example, our children. We pray for our children. We observe them. We, we allow the Holy Spirit to give us insight because God is the one who created them. Give us insight into their makeup their purpose, their destiny, uh, their joy, their pain, so that we can guide them along. So similarly, uh, you know, husband and wife needs to tap on God to understand from God's perspective uh, each other so that we can help one another. You know, talking about communication, because it is there will be world peace, really, if everybody communicates and not through uh through temper tantrums or you know not get um uh not give snide remarks or not you know be venge uh vengeful you know if we all can communicate there will be world peace but why do people not communicate or they communicate wrongly it's all because of heart issues because of all the pain because of things that are buried deep on the inside so that's why people do not communicate or they communicate with the wrong emotion, or they communicate with the wrong motivation. Um, so how do we help them? How do we help our husband and wife, or even our children, is to really get an insight through prayer, to being sensitive to the Holy Spirit, to know the issues, and have wisdom how to unlock hearts so that they can talk about it. The moment they talk about it, life and death are in the power of our tongue. When we are able to release it, no matter what, there will be some amount of healing, right? So that's in general about communication. Why some people cannot communicate uh, unless there's some healing that's uh, and they feel safe enough to open their heart to be vulnerable to communicate. So when that is not possible, what can we do uh, as the spouse? We got to tap on God and see what are the issues. How can uh, we help, you know, besides praying, you know, besides talking? 
uh, is there other help that is needed in that situation? Uh, so, you know, in talk about the needs, just to kind of recap as we end out the session, you know, there's vision. We have that vision. So there's purpose and we're working together as a team. Um, then communication, you know, value, value, value that there's value through the communication and valuing that person, putting the effort in to do it. And then you mentioned something about safety. You know, a woman, I think I would say wants that safety because she's not going to open her heart unless she knows that it's a safe place to share. She can be vulnerable. Um, you know, women deal with insecurities and those things. So it's creating that safe environment for a woman to be able to open up and to be able to share and for a man to be, to be able to go deeper. Of course, we need the Holy Spirit. We all do. Mm -hmm. um, the fruit of the Spirit, if we all walk in that, you know, yeah. we will have have quality in relationship, but we miss it sometimes. But how does a man, you know, for those men listening out there, you know, help the women out? How can a man create that safe place for a woman? Um, what kind of environment is it that that helps her to be able to open up, be able to share and be able to be vulnerable? All right. On, on the context, on, on the pretext of there is already a mutually a respectful relationship. All right. If there is no respect in a marriage and uh, nobody wants to open up. Mm, right. On the pretext that there's already respect and honor for one another. So what is the thing you can do to help uh, a woman open up? And that is to listen without judgment. Mm. To listen without judgment. And um, yeah. And it's the same, men or women, right? If you feel that there's judgment, that what you're going to say, you're going to be judged for how you feel and no matter how non or nonsensical that feeling is or your thoughts and maybe that thought doesn't make sense. If you feel that you're going to be judged for everything that you're going to say, uh, nobody wants to communicate, right? So we, we need to come to a place where we are open to listen no matter how how uh, bad the situation is or the, 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 how nonsensical the thoughts or the feelings are. You need to just listen and allow that place where a person can just download and not have, not pass judgment, right? And, and I think that that's a good place to start. It's just that when we want to talk to our, our kids, uh, children may have a lot of all these things that they think about, believe, and, and uh, you know, uh, um, feel about, but which we as parents do not agree. But the key of communication is we need to let them be able to talk it out. Yeah. And a lot of kids feel very resentful because they're not heard. So uh, same thing, husband and wife, we need to be heard. We cannot just bottle up and think that, you know, and deal with it ourselves. Sometimes it's good to just let it go and say it as it is and allow our spouse to know our state of mind, our state of emotion, and then we can start saying, okay, how can we separate this and bring clarity what is true and what is not, what is right and what is not? Mm -mm. So creating that safe place where we can just work through things. And I think it's not trying to figure out, as men, we try to figure things out and want to solve every issue and be logical and things, but it's not always done in one conversation. Um, but we start the conversation going and get help, pray for discernment, pray for wisdom, and get some help. You know, if you're out there and you're struggling, you're not able to work in, get someone who's wiser, an older couple that uh, can come in and give you some of the pointers and the wisdom that they have, or a pastor, or counselor, leader to get through things, but not just push things under the table. Um, create that safe place and the dialogue, get some help to work through issues and uh, 
keep the dialogue and communication going. So there you have it. We're out of time in our first session, but we're talking about what women want, which is really what women need. And we looked at uh, three of those things uh, today, and uh, we're going to get them in in the next session. If you're blessed by this, we'd love for you to just hit the like button, share it with someone below, give us some love, and to get the word out and get the algorithm up so we can uh, come into your home and bless as many people as possible. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you uh, for our next episode.